0: Hello everyone, welcome to the latest episode of the Red Men as Podcast, the show that brings you all the Liverpool news and updates that you need to know in a handy little 10-minute podcast so you can get on with your day. You don't have to scroll through millions and millions of interviews and millions and millions of websites and millions and millions of social media posts. Just come to us, put it into your yeah, Listen to us and we'll give you everything you need to know in terms of the Reds. The major talking points, obviously, off the pitch, not on the pitch, on the pitch, Liverpool keep winning, which is absolutely brilliant. But the major news off the pitch is that the Egyptian FA have confirmed that Mo Salah is returning to Liverpool from the African combinations to receive treatment on his muscle injury. The Egyptian FA said in a statement... um, after additional examinations were conducted on Mohamed Salah during the last few hours and after communication between the national team medical staff and the counterpart at Liverpool FC it was decided that the player will return to England after the Cape Verde match tomorrow to complete his treatment with the hope that he will join the national team in the semi-final of the AFCON if we qualify um, it's worth mentioning that that statement was obviously made yesterday so Egypt versus Cape Verde is tonight at 8pm UK time Um Salah will watch that from the stands or from the bench and then regardless of what happens he'll fly home there's a chance that after this match week that Cape Verde um, have knocked Egypt out there's rules around in the African the six of the eight third place teams can also qualify so we won't know for definite just yet how it happens but if they lose and they're only on one point Egypt from their three games there's a chance they're out anyway but if they do somehow if they win or they get through um, it, it, either as directly or as one of those best runners up Salah won't be involved in the knockout stage stages until potentially a semi-final it's interesting because Jürgen Klopp spoke after the game against Bournemouth and he mentioned maybe Salah going back for a final if Egypt got to that, so already a little bit of discrepancy in terms of, um, of of dates and stuff. So for what it's worth, the semi-finals are both scheduled in the Afcon for February seventh. Uh, the final is scheduled for February eleventh. Um, so already you're looking at Salah being out for a couple of weeks uh, at the minimum. So what's that? You you we're on twenty second of Feb now, so you're, you're looking at, at what. Almost three weeks, perhaps, until that final, just give or take. Um, we, we'll wait and see how, how it all pans out. There's a chance, like I say, he doesn't, he doesn't have to go back. Egypt don't get that far. But it'll be interesting if they do get to the semis. Um, who makes the final decision on whether Salah is fit enough to play? Goes back. Is it England? Is it Liverpool? Is it Egypt? Is it Salah himself? But who knows? We might never get there. But what we do know is that Salah, regardless of what happens, he's going to be out for a while. Um it looks like Egypt expect them to be back, like say, for the seventh of February, which is interesting, really, because say, for example, Egypt are knocked out by that stage, um, and there's a there's a very good chance they are. They have not been particularly impressive in the Afcon, and of course, they've lost Mo Salah. Liverpool have got a game against Arsenal on February fourth, Sunday, February fourth. Now, if Egypt have been knocked out of the Afcon, and Salah is right for that game. Is there a chance we see most Salah? I don't know. The quarterfinals of the AFCON are the 2nd and 3rd of Feb. So if Salah wasn't fit for those, uh, if Egypt did in them, they're probably not going to say he's going to be fit for the 4th of Feb. I don't think that would be a bad look. But if they do get knocked out, um, maybe in the groups or the round of 16, the round of 16 games play anywhere from the 27th to the 30th. Listen, there's an outside chance if Salah's back fit that he could be around for that Arsenal game. Um but he, yeah, it's touch and go. But whatever, either way, it looks like by Brentford on the 17th of February, Salah will be back regardless and we'll keep climbing But yeah, Egypt have let him fly home to get treatment. Um, speaking of hamstring issues, we all saw Curtis Jones go off in the second half of the 4 will win at Bournemouth yesterday. However, Jürgen Klopp has kind of played down the severity a little bit. Um, Couldn't confirm, obviously, waiting for Curtis to have his scan. Speaking after the game, he said, we hope it's okay, And uh, so Curtis thinks the same. He felt it a little bit. He had something last week, uh, but then nothing was there. He said, Um, but Curtis is a very experienced player. He thought it's 3-0, so why should I risk this? Jürgen says, I hope that's exactly how it was. And so do we. Um, I'm guessing that means... We'll see how he goes But if Curtis felt something in his hamstring On Sunday That might put Wednesday's League Cup Semi-final Is that on mm, Maybe in doubt You could imagine Liverpool start And McAllister Elliot Gravenberch Maybe in that one And we'll see how Curtis um, If that is the case You'd expect him to miss The Norwich game as well Why even risk that one And maybe get Curtis looking to get back himself um, for the Chelsea game. He's been a very important player for Liverpool over the last month or two, Curtis. He's been fantastic. So hopefully it was just what Jürgen said and he was just a player who realised that 3-0 up and he's felt a little tiny issue, let's just get off before it gets worse. Um, Obviously Bobby Clark came on and obviously Bobby might get a chance against Norwich in particular to start. Um, But thankfully... Jürgen yeah, didn't seem too worried. We'll wait for more confirmation. I'm sure he'll mention more. Uh, the press conference. Uh, well, it might, it might actually be Pep. Did you just the the press conference, not the pep conference, uh, the press conference ahead of Fulham? Um, but yeah, just want to keep an eye on with um, with Curtis Jones there. Ready to pop the question. Upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment— you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. And finally, uh, maybe not as much news but I- Definitely a talking point That I want to bring up So Keith Hackett For those of you Who aren't aware Keith Hackett He's a former FIFA referee He used to be the the boss Of the PGMOL Back in the day As well You might see him On some of these TV shows Where they get ex-refs involved And stuff like that Well he says On Twitter The PGMOL Must investigate Why there was no VR intervention On the challenge By Clive Wirt. It should have resulted In a red card the referee should have seen it and VAR should have acted. It was poor decision-making, yes. Justin Cliver's challenge on Luis Diaz, how he wasn't sent off, got no idea. Uh, and Keith uh, Keith Hackett is saying, well, there needs to be an investigation as to why Paul Turney didn't uh, intervene, didn't act. I, I think when he says the ref should have seen it, I, yeah, I probably should have, but I can also see why you missed that one. It was very, very quick. There was a lot of bodies around. I can understand an on-field ref missing it. I can't understand VAR not getting involved. Um, they did get involved when they sent Curtis Jones off against Tottenham VAR. A very similar type of challenge. I actually in Clive Earth was probably a bit worse. Um, so why Paul Tierney on VAR hasn't decided to get involved? Now, the, the, the stats suggest that Paul Tierney, when he referees Liverpool, isn't good. Uh, he referees Liverpool differently than he perhaps he does other teams as well. And this only adds further fuel to the fire. But we've seen over the last couple of weeks now teams getting involved, teams asking PGMOL to look at stuff. Now, there is an outside voice asking PGMOL to investigate because they're leg breaking challenges. You have to outlaw them. You can't let players do that. Uh, so I completely agree with Keith Hackett. Like I say, an investigation should take place because it's rare, it's, it's, it's easy. It's forceful onto Shane with studs. Like, there's it just is a red card. There's no way around it. Porteini's a joke, and you know you'd like to think that he got some type of punishment for missing that one. He probably won't because that's not how Howard Webb runs things. The leadership of PG Mol is really, really bad at the moment. It's really, really bad. Howard Howard Webb was a bad ref, and it looks like he's getting worse now. Uh, as being in charge of these guys he does his little monthly show where he talks about refs and what they got right and wrong and all this kind of stuff and all that but all well and good but like Lewis Diaz is very lucky that he didn't get his leg broken yesterday and for Clive a to walk away from that without even a yellow card is really really poor so I agree with Keith Hackett they probably need to do something those challenges have to be they either are or they're not if Curtis's is then that is it's as simple as that how can one VAR say go and have a look at it and then Simon Hooper sends him off, and then the next VAR doesn't send him over. I think if they would either give a ref a second look at that, I reckon the ref would have sent him off. I think he's just missed it. Um, but poor a divvy and hasn't done it for whatever reason. And, and ultimately, it didn't hurt Liverpool, they won 4-0. So we're saying this, this isn't like sour grapes. We might have been, I don't think it was, we might have been accused of sour grapes after the Spurs game, given how that unfolded, and we had, we had every right to be. Well, Liverpool just won this 4-0. So there's no... There's no um, there's no sour game It's just shite refereeing. It's as simple as that. So, yeah, that is what Keith Hackett is suggesting an investigation. Listen, I wouldn't disagree if that is exactly what they chose to do. Right then, just to let you guys know, on this feed right now, if you go and check it out, you'll have the Red Men Originals podcast with Paul and the gang talking over the biggest Liverpool topics in more detail. After that, they'll be recording the Biased Football podcast where they have their say on everything around the league, not just Liverpool based. It's the one show a week, really, where we're not focused solely on the Reds. If you want to check that out, either in video or in podcast form, as well as our reaction and build-up to the League Cup semi-final second leg, the FA Cup 4 round the rest of the transfer window and more. Go to RedmenPlus.com. If you sign up as a monthly captain, use the promo code CLOP, Klopp You'll get it free for a month. Hundreds of people have already taken up that opportunity, and the feedback has been really good from them so far. Getting themselves in Redmen Plus, getting themselves involved in Redmen Plus for the first time. So you should go and check it out to Help support us here as well. Go and check out all that amazing stuff on the YouTube channel and on our socials. Go and check it all out, and we'll be back with another episode of the Redmen Tars podcast on Tuesday. See us all soon.